This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, October 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Reports from the blackout zones. Grazing cited for wildfire prevention. Trump and Chinese to meet after Big Day. And Happy Farmers Day. Before we begin, here's an editor's note. Monday's Columbus Day. Daybreak will return on Tuesday, October 15th. Blackout delay harvest, reroute operations, and bridge communities. About 600,000 customers went without power in Northern California yesterday. These are mostly rural areas vulnerable to wildfires and often where agriculture has a strong presence. Feedback from Ag's group shows that communities joining together to help one another. Ag operations accustomed to changing weather. While this situation has added delays and frustration, most seem to be adapting. Rice Commission CEO Tim Johnson told AgriPulse several mills in the Sacramento Valley reported outages. The biggest impact during harvest is the dryers that are without power, he said. We are having to reroute trucks from the field to find open locations to dry rice, or in some cases we are parking the combines. The Almond Alliance is aware of seven members without power, including five hullers, but PG&E has told them power should be restored by today. California Farm Bureau has been gathering a number of reports. At least one cattle rancher had to truck water to his animals. Wine Institute spokesperson Nancy Light called it a big inconvenience in the midst of harvest and a busy visitor period. But the Institute does not anticipate lasting economic impacts. Many wineries have remained open for business and will be taking visitors this weekend. Sonoma County Venters spokesman Barbara Kopp said many of the wineries have mitigated the impact through proactive planning. This included generators, solar power, and reaching out to those still with power. Napa Valley Venters spokesman Kate Condiff pointed out that 95% of the wineries in the county are small and family-owned, making them very adaptable. She said the little notice they did receive about the shutoffs made it an entirely different scenario from when they dealt with the 2017 Wine County fires. The cool, sunny weather also meant wine grape growers were happy to add a few extra days of hang time for the fruit, allowing them to develop more complex flavors. Cardiff said workshops on this type of event have helped the venters prepare. Facebook group has allowed them to coordinate efforts by sharing tank space or lending a generator for a couple of hours. She said the biggest help has been just having a neighbor to watch the kids while schools are closed. Keep in mind, the industry is still collecting data on the impacts and the story will continue to unfold. Food processors will show their perspective in the next daybreak. Grazing may have reduced a wildfire's destruction. Early yesterday morning on Contra Costa County, the Morgana fire sparked to life and immediately consumed 40 acres. It moved quickly and it forced 150 families to evacuate in the dark, according to reports. But by 11 a.m., the fire was 100% contained. That was mostly due to the wind dropping off, according to the local fire district. Yet, a district spokesperson told reporters it could have been worse if cattle had not grazed the hills and reduced the fuel load. At a town council meeting just a month before, Morgana Parks and Recreation Director Brianna Brandt said the cattle grazing obviously does a lot of good on the land, referring to the fuel reduction. She called it a win-win for livestock ranchers and the town.
Trump to meet top Chinese negotiator today. President Donald Trump will be meeting later today at the White House with Chinese Vice Premier Liu He, who is leading the Chinese trade delegation during the talks this week. Trump, in a tweet yesterday, played coy about whether he wanted to accept what the Chinese are offering in the ongoing negotiations and again suggested the Chinese are anxious to end the trade war. Nothing else was a positive sign that the Chinese delegation didn't break off the talks after one day, as was reported they might do. Big day of negotiations with China, Trump said. They want to make a deal, but do I? Later in the day, Trump told reporters that the talks were going very, very well. Now take note, the Chinese has promised to buying a lot of U.S. soybeans and pork. Thursday, yesterday, the USDA announced a daily export sale of 398,000 metric tons of soybeans for delivery in the 1920 marketing year. USDA's weekly export sales report showed China bought 1.2 million metric tons of soybeans during the seven-day period ending October 3rd. USDA critic gunning for top appropriation post. An outspoken critic of farm programs who has frequently challenged USDA on food safety issues is now running to succeed Nita Lowy as chair of the House Appropriations Committee. Lowy announced yesterday that she will not seek re-election in the next Congress next year. Rasa Delaro of Connecticut announced shortly thereafter she would seek the top Democratic position on the committee. Delaro is a longtime member of the Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, a position she has used to challenge the federal crop insurance program and other forms of farm support. She's been a strong advocate for imposing a means test and other restrictions on crop insurance to limit its use by large farms. During debate on the 18 Farm Bill, she said the legislation was, quote, rigged for the rich. Keep in mind, the Appropriations Committee does not write farm bills, but it does control USDA's annual budget. The committee has used those spending measures to impose restrictions or mandates on the department or to cut farm bill spending. ICE will continue employer raids. The acting director of Immigration and Customs Enforcement, Matthew Albans, was questioned at a news conference yesterday about whether his agents would be conducting more raids like the ones in August on poultry processors in Mississippi. Albert's response was that ICE enforces more than 400 laws and that legal employment and worksite enforcement is part of the agency's portfolio. We'll continue to do those cases, he said, and he did not elaborate further. Well, happy Farmer's Day. Yogurt to Aid Preservation. Saturday is National Farmers Day, and yogurt manufacturer Chobani is marking it by launching a flavor called Farmer Batch. Ten cents of every sale will go to the American Farmland Trust, the farm preservation advocacy group behind the slogan, No Farms, No Food. AFT will use the money to provide micro-grants of up to $10,000 to help farmers transfer or to protect their land, strengthen their farm business, or develop climate plans. Here's today's He Said It. Our growers are frustrated. It's hard to understand how we can have such a poorly managed utility in a state like California. That Rice Commission CEO, Kim Johnson. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, October 11th. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.